Good morning, and thank you for joining this morning. Let's practice being aware of awareness. So perhaps this morning, we invite ourselves to start wherever we are. We hear the, the teaching often, I do at least, um, be where you are to the best of your ability. Just trust that, trust that's the beginning. Right. Journey of a thousand miles starts with that very first step. So very first step to be where we are right now. Or at least one of the ways that occurs to me is to ask ourselves, what's my relative sense of who I am or what I am right now? We're not reaching for concepts. Nothing we say is going to be absolute truth. It can't be. Everything we say is a concept, is a word. And what we want to do right now is see if some words come into our head that points to not the truth, the ultimate truth, but our subjective, immediate, honest, relative truth about what we believe we are. What's our felt sense right now? Who I am or what I am in this moment? And I'll give you an idea of how that plays for me. The relative sense of, of who I am or what I am right now is this, you know, almost 60-year-old woman sitting on a bed in an Airbnb in El Paso, Texas. That um, I'm, I'm a person who's in this body. That's my relative sense right now. My relative sense of who I am is I'm a niece. I'm here with my aunt. So I've got this role of a niece. Like I step out of this bedroom and I, I can feel through meditation and contemplation in this room, I become no thing. And then as soon as I step into the hallway, go down to the kitchen, it's, it's, I, I can feel this sense of being the niece playing the role. That's my relative sense. I'm a person in a world with other people. That is the truth right now of my relative sense of myself. 
So we're going for really ground zero, very, very relative sense of what is true for us right now. Another way to say this is how much of the filter is intact right now. But you know, when you're looking through the filter, it's usually not a helpful way to ask the question. Because if you were looking, truly looking outside and at the filter, you, you wouldn't have a relative sense of yourself looking through it. So what's the most honest thing I can say about who I take myself to be right now? Just letting go of spiritual concepts. Letting go of, letting go of reaching to something beyond what is true for us. So the first thing we're doing is telling the truth to the best of our ability about our relative sense of ourself. Sense of identity, sense of identification, sense of role, sense of being a person, if that's what's playing. And the very second step is to see if there is the willingness to let that be okay for right now. just seeing if we can give this more limited sense of the truth of what we are. It's a more limited sense. We're certainly not having an absolute sense. Can we allow this more limited sense of who we are, this expression of consciousness, that which is happening right now, Can we just let that be what is? Can we just declare a little truce in that inner civil war that often happens where we're instantly trying to get somewhere better or at least get rid of this So we're inviting ourselves to be at peace, if it's available, with our actual experience right now, with your relative sense of yourself, with what you take yourself to be in this moment.
Can that just be okay for right now? Can what is just be what is? And can we notice if there's any resistance to just letting this relative sense what we take ourselves to be? If there's any resistance to just letting that be? And can we let that resistance be? Can we let go of trying to get rid of resistance with clever concepts or breathing techniques or visualizations or, or just downright intransigence? Soften all that if it's available. So we're both looking directly at our sense of what we are. And we're gently, lovingly, just letting it be. Just a, it's a temporary experience. It's got different aspects to it. Thoughts, sensations, kind of a narrative maybe a sense of linear content, specific details. And an emotionalized perception of the linear content and the emotionalized, I mean the um, specific details. Just letting that all be. Just meeting ourselves right where we are, not pushing, not pulling.
I'm uh, reminded of a quote by Rama Maharshi. The crux of which is that all there is is the self, capital S self. When limited, expresses as the ego. When unlimited, it is the absolute. All there is, is the self. It's one of our, it's enshrined in one of our, uh, enshrined's a little heavy, but <laughs> it's the word that comes, uh, pointed to in one of our awakening together core values, right? And our core value doesn't say that we tolerate temporary expressions. We, we put up with them. It says we honor them. We honor temporary expressions while reflecting on changeless truth, while reflected on the unaffected self, the unlimited expression of self. Matter of fact, to honor all temporary expressions, manifestations, to truly honor them, it is very helpful to reflect on that all there is is the self, to reflect on the unaffected reality which is the essence of everything, both animate and inanimate. All there is is the self. When limited, it is the ego. When unlimited, it is the absolute.
All there is, is God. God is all there is. So we can reflect on God is all there is while honoring whatever limited, more limited, relative experience is moving through, is present. And in this practice of being aware of awareness, the way we can actively reflect on the unaffected self is by noticing Every time we get the sense that we are a person, that we are limited, that we are separate from others, from God, from the whole, when that felt sense, when those ideas, those perceptions come through, we ask, what sees that? What knows that? What just caught that? To what do those experiences or those thoughts, those notions arise? By what are they known? very simple but direct inquiry questions which 
point back to the wider perspective. Right? It's like we have this telephoto lens that we can zoom way in, but it works the other way. We can zoom way out. Like I can ask, what is it that sees this body, this sense of a person sitting on a bed? What sees that? What knows that? Something's observing this whole show, the whole shebang. If we can get a sense of that which sees it, that which knows, is that limited? Does that have a boundary, a border? an end, a beginning. I'll read you a quote from Osho.
mind has initial tendency to get quickly fixed ideas. Mind has initial tendency to get quickly fixed ideas. Like this relative sense of ourselves, right? It just comes in. Osho continues, mind is very much afraid of change because change means rearranged, rearrangement. Each time you change something, you have to rearrange your whole inner being. Mind wants to live with fixed ideas. So we can watch how mind clings to fixed ideas. And of course, we're not an idea. Life's not an idea. So all that, that clinging veils reality. And it impedes the flow. So many of us spiritual, the ones that would identify as spiritual students, get a fixed idea that it is bad to perceive yourself as a person. That is not the right move. That's not the right thought. It's not the right sense. That is not the correct experience. And in essence, we cling to the rejection of that experience, that perception. And that just stops the flow entirely. It's a dead end.
So I'll read you this quote from NTI Ephesians that we've been contemplating all week. You perceive yourself as a person. But you are not what you perceive yourself to be. So I can't open to new conditioning, new ways of seeing until I make peace with what is, until I tell the truth about what is, until I'm willing to be honest. One of my favorite quotes from Adi Ashante is, there is no greater challenge for a human being than to be completely honest with yourself. No one can tell you how not to deceive yourself. Again, this is NTI Ephesians. You perceive yourself as a person. So before we go on to get the good news, can we just check to see if that's the perception that's playing? Just willing to tell the truth about that. Willing to give it up, just lay it down. How humble can we get? How much humility is available? Forgive me, Father, I know not what I do.
there's a teaching that we contemplate in the Keys to the Kingdom retreat. Just nothing we learn in our conscious mind, no matter how fabulous and wonderful and clear it is when we learn it in our conscious mind. Nothing we learn in our conscious mind deletes a subconscious program. So all of us are programmed for seven years of life that we are people, we are separate. This is my doll, this is my seat, and this is my name, and this is my mom, my house, my family, my school, my country, all of it. So learning that you're not a person in your conscious mind, no matter how clear it is, no matter how much you accept that, doesn't delete the subconscious program. That's going to run that says you are a person, you are separate. So the way, so how do you delete a subconscious program? <laughs> by catching it in the act. By recognizing it by seeing it in action, when it plays, when it fires. And instead of reacting as if it's true, you look at it and recognize it as false. That is a program. There's a program playing right now that I'm a person. We can't delete any programs that we don't see. It doesn't work like that. We can't let go of something. We don't recognize as what we no longer need to believe anymore. So we can give our willingness to have the program, I am a person, we delete it. We can look for opportunities to rest when the program plays, to recognize it, call it out, hold it in non-judgmental awareness. but you also cannot heal anything you're not willing to feel. So part of the holding is allowing all the feelings to come up that were embedded, associated with all those different times we reinforced it.
So give our willingness to see it, to feel it. Second Timothy says, look with me, feel with me. So we look, we feel, give our full willingness to heal. Put ourselves in a position to be able to genuinely accept the new programming and live from it because we are deleting the old program, not just trying to put some new, better spin on it on top of it. We actually go down, unroot the old program, we let it die. by siphoning off our own believing attention. So NTI Ephesians, you perceive yourself as a person, but you are not what you perceive yourself to be. You believe your thoughts are private and have no effect beyond the brain you see as yours. That's another program, that our thoughts are private, that they have no effect beyond the brain we see as ours. We give our willingness to not believe it to the extent we can. And while we're given our willingness to not believe that, that our thoughts are private, have no effect beyond the brain we see as ours, we recognize that we're honoring the temporary experience when it happens by looking right at it. by determining 
its source is false and it is false. We reflect on the unaffected truth. We reflect on what sees that. What gives us the capacity to watch a thought rise, watch some believe in attention go to it, have this right-minded impulse to just rest and not run with it. And then watch as, as like sitting back happens. Where are you looking from to watch all those inner, inner energies dance with such clarity, such openness, such non-judgment, such not getting involved, just watching, observing, witnessing. That's the background of awareness that's always available. Now, in each moment, it may not be relatively available to us in that particular moment, but knowing it's always there. And we are just one decision to rest back and watch away from confirming it for ourselves. presents a very alive, rich, inviting option. Just being with what is to the best of our ability. Without interfering. Until what is reaches its natural end. when we are aware that awareness is present, it gives attention another option, another point of attraction, another place to look from.
So perhaps we check in to see what our relative sense of ourself is right now. Again, just our only intention is just to tell the truth. What's honestly right now, plain as the, as the belief, what I am or who I am. Because we're gonna trust that. We're gonna trust that both the relative sense And the that which sees it are both present. We don't have to cling to anything. We can relax. That's the thing about the truth. <laughs> the cool thing about the truth is it's always true. <laughs> don't have to do anything to maintain it or gain it. We can't lose it. We can simply have a different relative sense of ourselves. And apparently that's thy will in that moment to bring us that experience. Humblest, I mean, my sense is just humbles me right back up. <laughs> Gets me back in touch with the desire to be as honest as it's possible about what is. And when I honor, truly honor, open my heart to, be devoted to whatever temporary experience is happening, I allow it to be just like it is. I unkink the hose, the flow continues. And that allows often a natural reflecting back on what's changeless here. What's here right now that never comes and goes. It's always confirmably present, not etherically present, not conceptually present. There's awareness here right now. Is peace here right now? Is unaffected reality 
here, right now. That through which all this plays, by which it's seen, and in which it explodes into manifestation. And then eventually dissolves out. The reality is, or at least what points to truth, we're not persons. We are a process, a fluid, alive, living, vibrant, vital process. You could say life's living through us. as us, we are lifing, lifing is happening, awareness is happening, So now I'll read this whole quote from NTI Ephesians. We only got about halfway through, as you'll see. You perceive yourself as a person, but you are not what you perceive yourself to be. You believe your thoughts are private and have no effect beyond the brain you see as yours. All of this is illusion and a misunderstanding of what you are. You are a being made in God's image through the process of creation that is God. In this way, you are the same as he. The process that you are is what you are. It is your truth.
That brings us to the bottom of the hour. I thank you all for joining.